0: connecting life and faith. This is connections.
1: There will be days that I'm like for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and love and a sound mind. And and I'm like I am so afraid right now, but I'm just going to continue to say this and hold on to this promise of God even on the days that I don't believe it and I would rather hang on to this because I know that even when I don't believe that it's true, it's true.
2: Nearly a decade ago, singer-songwriter and author Ellie Holcomb began memorizing scripture with a friend of hers that was battling depression they started committing God's word to memory and called these verses their fighting words. She's now taken those verses and put them into her first devotional book titled Fighting Words, 100 Days of Speaking Truth into the Darkness. Today on Connections, she'll share more about that devotional and the inspiration behind it. We're joined today by singer, songwriter, and author Ellie Holcomb. Now, the last time we chatted with you, Ellie, we were talking about the release of your new album, Canyon well, today we're talking about the release of your first devotional book, Fighting Words, 100 Days of Speaking Truth into the Darkness. Tell us a little bit about this book.
1: Yeah. So I always kind of lead with uh, the the title sounds a little aggressive, like I don't want to fight you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I think uh, what I do feel like I want to be really intentional about in my life um is speaking truth to the lies that I so often believe. And so Fighting Words is uh, sort of the the name that I gave scripture memory in my life. Um, about a little over a decade ago, I started memorizing scripture with a friend of mine who battles depression, um, really because we realized that the the lies that we were believing were stealing so much of our joy, so much of our peace, so much of that John 10 10 kind of life to the full that God wants to offer us. And so, um, we realized that it maybe wasn't enough to just say, Oh, that's a lie. Oh, that's a lie. Oh, that's a lie. We desperately needed to like ground ourselves in something that was stronger. And so we started memorizing scripture together and it started, y'all, it started changing us and it didn't necessarily change our circumstances. It didn't take away my friend's depression suddenly. Um, but I think more than anything, it gave us kind of some solid ground to stand in some shelter to take cover under when sort of those shame storms started rolling in. And so, um, the devotional is really just—it's called a hundred days. The subtitle is "a hundred days of speaking truth into the dark," and so it's sort of an invitation to kind of come sit at the banquet table of the feast of God's promises together, and um, and to be satisfied and delighted with uh, the comfort and the hope and the light that He
0: gives us. I like that idea of scripture memorization. I—it's funny. I just woke up this morning. And I was singing a TikTok song in my head as I woke up. And I was like, (laughs) okay, obviously I'm on TikTok too much. And I was thinking to myself, What if I spent that much time in God's word that his promises were just repeating to myself over and over again? How much better would I feel?
1: (laughs) Mike, I love that so much. It's so interesting. I, um, I was putting my kids to bed last night. And, you know, I feel like kids, there's always seasons where they go through like, oh, I'm scared of the monster under the bed or I don't want to have a bad dream. And it was really sweet last night. I I think because I just am telling my kids all the time, the songs that I want to get stuck in your head are, are that God loves you, that he's with you and that he's bigger than anything that will ever scare you. You know, like he's stronger than that. And so I was putting my little boy to bed last night. My two kids are in bunks and Emmylou started. Cause often I just say this, Mike, because I'm terrible at memorizing scripture. It's really hard for me. Um, And it's yeah. why I started writing God's word into songs. Cause I'm like, if there's any song that I want to get stuck in my head, it's, you know, what if, what if instead of TikTok or whatever, just like you're saying, it was his promises kind of ringing around and rolling around and echoing off of my mind, out of my mouth and into my life and my heart. And so last night, um, Emmy Lou, my little girl, started singing, uh, the little song that I wrote. For uh, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And I was just like, oh my goodness, Emily Lou, you're just like speaking God's word into your little brother's heart. That is so <laughs> amazing. Um, and so we started talking about what that verse meant. And so that is my heart. It's so good for me. And now my kids are reminding me, having spent some time, you know, giving them and And helping them hold on to fighting words of their own. I'm watching them kind of like apply that in real time. And I need that too, you know, um, in light of all the things that life throws at us. The truth is really helpful and grounding. Now these fighting words too, you also started
2: sharing them and posting them uh, online. uh, And had your followers join in with that. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so I um, was just kind of floored at how comforting... Uh, god's word is for me and i don't claim to understand everything about it i mean there's lots of things that are reading the bible that i'm like what in the this is a crazy story um so i don't feel like i understand all of it I, i definitely have questions when i read god's word sometimes but also it has been like light in the dark for me balm for my weary soul comfort when i feel worried um and really like a shelter when I feel like under attack or especially really afraid. And so I just thought, man, I want to start sharing this with other people and telling stories of how um, God's word is bringing life and hope and light to me. And so I just thought, man, I, what if I invited other people into this? Because I'm doing it anyway. And so I started this little corner on my Instagram feed every Friday called Fighting Words Friday. And, um, just kind of in hopes that other people would be encouraged in the same way that I was being encouraged. And then also to have sort of a record that I could go back and say, Oh my goodness, look, look at how God's word was speaking to me then. And even sometimes I'll post the same verse in different years and, um, and seasons and that verse will be speaking in a different way, uh, to me, sometimes I'll be like, Oh, I have already done this first, but man, look, God's showing me something totally different here. And so I loved the, um, the responses on to on in the comment sections on Instagram were so beautiful and encouraging, like, Oh my goodness, I needed this. And then you see people, you know, tagging their friend, like, Hey, we were just talking about this look at this verse. Check out this promise from God. Like, Be encouraged. Take heart. And I just thought, man, what if we just gathered this all in? It's sort of what was the impetus for making the book because I was so encouraged by how God's word was speaking. It's alive, right? God's word is alive. It's active, sharper than any double-edged sword. And just like the reins, that come from the heavens and don't return to the heavens without first nourishing the earth and causing it to bud and flourish. So is the word that goes out from his mouth. It will accomplish the purposes for which he sent it. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Okay. I think I would like to intentionally invite people to like bury some treasure in their heart, buried little seeds of truth in their heart and watch as like a garden of, Of goodness and beauty and hope grows from literally within them and so um that's happened in fighting words friday and then on the on the instagram side of things and then that is my hope for the book
0: and with the devotional uh one of the things you help people uh wrestle and fight through these things is there's a big journaling aspect to the devotional as well it's not just reading right
1: that's right. Yep. I say, so there's two parts of that. I, in the introduction, I'm like, highly recommend getting a journal, writing down these verses. Maybe one pops out to you and you just hang on to that. There's 10 scripture memory invitations throughout the book. And it's sort of like a, I don't know, like a dare, like, what might happen? Like, I dare you to try to just like meditate on this and memorize it. What might happen? And so there's space to journal on each side. They're kind of 10 beautifully, just 10 of the verses that have been really huge for me um, over the years. And then on the back of those verses, they're printed out beautifully in the book on the back of those verses, there's space for you to write how God is using that verse to speak truth, comfort, light, to give hope, to give encouragement to your heart. Um, just to keep a record of how he, moving and speaking. And I always say, um, my, my, thought is that the content of this book is really, I share a little bit of how God every day about how God has used the verse in my heart. But my real hope is that people would literally have a journal right next to it as well, writing down how God is using that particular verse that day to speak truth to their heart. So the content of the book is God's word, and then the heart of whoever's on the other side of the pages that they would bring come honestly and authentically and rawly, like in a raw way to the word of God and uh, come as they are and be encouraged and and lifted up by the promises in his word. What a better season
2: than right now when people are going through all sorts of things um,
1: to release this book. It's perfect timing. It does. It is so interesting. I love that you're saying that, Colleen. I really... um, you know, had no idea we started working on the book a long time ago. And, um, and so it's so it does feel like a sweet season. Um, Think it's definitely a time that feels divided and maybe a little darker than usual, and so I love the idea that we would be walking around sort of with a constant source um, of light that requires no batteries. We don't have to plug it in; (laughs) it's just sort of like residing um, within us. And so, um, yeah, my hope is that it would bring light and hope to people right now, and that's definitely something I think all of us can always use, but especially in this season of a lot of loss and, um, and a little, little more isolation than I think most of us are used to, uh, to take comfort and, uh, to kind of lie down in the green pastures of God's word together. That's the invitation for sure. There's definitely a lot of fear right now as well. Colleen, I was just <laughs> talking about it this morning with my girls who are here helping me get all the tech stuff set up. I, our little girl was exposed to, a, she's playing soccer right now, which is outside, but to one of the little girls that she plays with, that she's real good buddies with was exposed to COVID. And I was just like, y'all, I am, you know, fighting all the fear. It just is like, there's no guarantees in this life except for. And I was like, this is what I need to do. I need to turn my gaze and fix my gaze on Jesus. I'm not really trusting the Lord this morning. <laughs> so it's really sweet to even be in this conversation with y'all because I think in this, this world is, um, unsteady and, and there are not a lot of guarantees. And we're in the midst of a little bit of a chaotic season that is very much, for me at least, fear inducing. And so, um, I think that was one of the things that was so sweet about hearing my little girl speak out that verse last night, for God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And so um I feel really grateful, not just to be inviting other people to do that, but as I look back on what I've written, I'm like, oh, my heart is so forgetful. I need to remember again that we have a steady and a sure and a place of peace that we can run to even when our hearts are trembling and our hands are shaking.
0: One of the great things about a devotional like this and journaling is, you know, maybe a hundred days from now or a year from now or 10 years from now, you go back to that journal and you read and you see the things that you were facing and you can stop and you literally see, oh, this is how God was with me through that season. Or now I know how God answered those prayers. And kind of gives you more peace and assurance for the future again, too.
1: Oh, Mike, that's so true. I just uh, wrote a song with a friend of mine, Chris Renzema. He's a wonderful kind of younger artist. And um, I I love the bridge of the song. I I feel like our journals become our Ebenezer's, right? Like you look back and you're like... (gasps) Oh my goodness, you met me in this and you answered this and it wasn't in the way that I thought, but man, thank you, God. And the, the, the bridge of that song says, I will build an altar. I'll stack it stone by stone because every Ebenezer says that I am not alone. My faith will surely falter, but that won't change what you've done because every Ebenezer says I've never been alone. And I love the way that my mother-in-law told me and taught me, um, To journal, she always writes on one side of the pages, just on the right side, going through the first time. And then she flips it upside down and writes on the left side. So she's like, I don't want to have to wait till I finish one journal to go back and look at it. So she, she literally halfway through the journal, she flips it over. And so then as she's journaling through the, on the left side of the pages, kind of upside down, she'll flip it over and be like, okay, what was I talking to the Lord about? What was (laughs) I struggling with? How did he answer? She was like, it's a, it's a beautiful reminder of who God is and how he meets us in our prayers. Cause I think our work, a lot of times, Mike, just like you were saying is our work is to remember. I don't know about y'all, but I have so easily forget. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, you know, have this great time in the morning and I'm like, whew, okay, centered, remembering, and then get into the stress of the day. And I'm like, ah, panic button. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go back to just what you were you were meditating on this morning. Um, and so I love the idea that, um, this book would literally become like on the pages within the pages of this book, that there would be reminders of how God has moved and spoken and encouraged and, um, comforted.
2: One thing you keep bringing up is your daughter and how she is, um, singing the words and saying those words. It's never, you're never too young. To learn that that devotional is not only for us, um, but also for kids as well.
1: That's right. It's so honestly, it's been one of the things um, that has just helped so much. And I think for for a lot of us, um, there's lots of things that we can't control in this life, right? Like, uh, but we do get to choose what we what we meditate on. Like, I I was just talking to my little boy last night. You know he's like i don't want to have bad dreams i don't want to have bad dreams i don't want to have bad dreams and i was like okay i was like buddy you do i understand that and i get that i don't like having bad dreams either hate them you know um they're scary i was like but you do actually get the choice of what you're thinking about before you go to bed right now and you can think i don't want to have bad dreams i don't want to have bad dreams or you can think on you can say this verse you can sing this song and you can think of things That you're you're grateful for, and you can you get to choose like where you point your mind, and that's the same for us. And so I love the idea that there would be a promise or a word that this would be something that's not just for adults, like you're saying, but that it would be something that we could invite the younger people in our lives into as well, uh, cause they need it just like we do, you know, um, (laughs) I think of like the neuro pathways in the brain and, you know, I often, I call myself, um, a warrior in progress. I don't know about y'all, but I definitely. can lean that way. And, um, and so I, I can choose to go down paths of worry, but I also have the choice to go down a path of remembering and, and focusing and spending time thinking about God's goodness and his faithfulness. And, um, the scripture memory part for me feels like it's sort of like, you know, you're in a tall field of grass. When you walk down a path one time in a tall field of grass, it pushes the grass down. And so it's been a really good, um, discipline for me, and I'm not always disciplined in it, but when there's any time that we take to kind of focus our minds on the peace and the light and the hope that God gives us in his word, it sort of, it, it creates a new neural pathway, right? It's like, Hey, there is the path of worry, but we can also choose the path of of meditating on God's word, even on days, and this is a lot of days, y'all, that I don't believe it. There will be days that I'm like, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. And, and I'm like, I am so afraid right now, but I'm just going to continue to say this and hold on to this promise of God, even on the days that I don't believe it. And I would rather hang on to this because I know that even when I don't believe that it's true, it's true. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's been a really beautiful thing sometimes in seasons of deep fear for me, um, to be, but practicing still holding on to God's word. Um, eventually my heart starts to believe. Sometimes that takes months, y'all, but it's been yeah. a really beautiful thing to see. Um, as I just wear out the path to the foot of the cross, as I wear out the path in God's word, it's been a beautiful thing to see that begin to transform my heart and actually how I believe and how I act and how I make decisions.
0: I like that picture of wearing out a path towards the foot of the cross. I can visualize that now. Uh, Tell us about Fighting Words 100 Days of Speaking Truth into the Darkness. Where can we get it? And how can we maybe stay up to date with what's going on with you? and joining in the conversation with you.
1: Absolutely. So, um com. there's all the links everywhere, Amazon, anywhere online you could um find the book. Um I'm always I'm an Amazon girl these days in post quarantine days. <laughs> so. Um but it is um it is You can find me on ellieholcomb.com and it is going to be a joy for me. Um, Just like I sang that little, that little ditty for y'all about God has not given us a spirit of fear Um, in the little corner of Instagram on fighting word Fridays. We're going to sort of start a new rhythm um, as we walk through sort of these 100 days together of speaking truth into the darkness, where I'll be with each scripture memory invitation. I'll be singing a song and posting a song of that verse to help people kind of Lock the lock the verse into their minds. Uh, Memory Mondays is what we're going to call it. Fighting nice. words Fridays, Memory Mondays. And so, if you want to join me in that little corner of Instagram, I'd love it so much. We'll be singing the truth into the darkness together and holding on to hope together. And I'm so looking forward to seeing how God will move, and encourage, and uh, speak life into the hearts of His kids as we hold on to His promises together.
0: I know what I'm buying my wife for Christmas this year, but don't tell her. So she's working during the show, so she won't hear this. So
1: I love that so much. And I will say, I think of, I think of, uh, people with busy schedules and maybe small children. And somebody was like, what can we expect in this devotional? I was like, I'll tell you what you can expect. Not. Not anything too long. You can get it in in the morning fast. Nice. <laughs> get God's word in fast. You can stay and linger as long as you like in your journal and and talking with God and processing with the Spirit moving. Uh, but you can also just like get it in and then go about your day and let the Spirit bring it to mind throughout the day too. So great, fantastic! Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank Thanks you, for Ellie. Having me, grateful for what you guys do. Thanks for taking the time. And thank you so much
2: for listening. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation or any of the other conversations that we've had on Connections, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.